Found behind the vending machine. Found behind the vending machine. Now we're on to Jem, which was Jay's suggestion. It was me? Yeah, you were the one who said, oh, Jem is playing on Netflix right now. We should do Jem. Oh, see, I fell where that was me saying, hey, we should do a podcast on it. But hey, that's all right. It's Jay's fault we did, Jim. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, technically, I didn't do Jim. I watched the show. Well, I'll start by asking, did you watch the cartoon back in the day, either of you guys? Rodney, did you watch it back in the day? I would watch it, yeah. I watched a couple times. I, I might have watched it when my sister was watching it. I'm pretty sure they had it mixed with She-Ra or something. So I used to watch it because back and all that. At least I thought they did. I nope. felt it was on Sundays. I, I felt like it was something like I'd go, we'd go to church as a family, I'd come back, and it was like one yes. of the those cartoons that were like on Sunday before Star Trek would come on, and I'd watch it with my sisters too. But all okay. right, so Jay, the story of this again, this is pr- pretty light on story, but you want to try to take a shot at it? Oh, um, so basically, it's a story of a uh, orphan, a teenage girl trying to find herself and her journey to becoming a woman after losing her parents and then thinking she has nothing when she has more than she thought she had. I thought they were trying to save her aunt's orphanage or some shit or house or something. That's what it was in the cartoon. It was an orphanage. So, yeah, I was going to say there was a lot of differences from what I remember the, from the bits and pieces of the cartoon that I did see. I always thought it was more of a, like a, I don't want to say alien, but I thought she had more of like an ability or something, wasn't it? That's what it was. It was, it, it was it, the it, earrings. It was the earrings when you're, she pushed out on the earrings and she would talk to Synergy and Synergy would be a hologram thing for her. It was a whole computer. Like it was like a super powered computer at Starlight Industries. R2-D2 thing. Yeah, not the little like, yeah, not that little like uh, BB-8. Um, what's that other movie? There was like, the last Mimsy or uh, there's some other one that was like an ET ripoff robot movie. I mean, first of all, I did not know there was going to be a robot in this movie. And I, I feel like I've established this. We haven't watched nearly enough robot movies, but I love robots in movies. Yeah. We're not giving robot movies their fair share. Um, but the, uh, yeah, the, the old premise was that uh, same thing, like Jerrica, her dad fa- passed away had the company. Uh, Eric was the bad guy in this. It was Erica, played by uh, Juliet Lewis, um, was like the co-founder of the company, and they're always like kind of battling. You had the Misfits was the enemy band that they were always like doing battle ba- ba- concert battles with and stuff. And then it was her sister, and then her step or uh, adopted sisters had an orphanage, and there were a bunch of kids at the place. So it hit. As it was going, like I, I, I didn't know it was like Bloomhouse, which they do typically like low budget independent horror films and stuff like that. Like I think they just did the uh, Invisible Man remake, for example, and other, you know, uh, Us. I think they do all the uh, Get Out and all like things like that. Prestige Pictures and this oh. movie was budgeted at five million. I don't know if you remember when it came out, like the backlash about it. No, but it's no. Like, it, it was such a backlash that they pulled it. It was the lowest grossing movie and released in theaters, over 2,000 theaters. They pulled it within two weeks from the theater. So it only grossed like $2.2 million on its what $5 million dollar budget because all the problems of people that were the true fans had with the movie did not... This movie was not the cartoon. This movie was not the cartoon. Correct. That, 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 
what I thought. But. Now that being said, so I didn't know, I didn't realize, I haven't watched enough of Transformers movies since, but All Spark, I don't know if you noticed the company, production company at the beginning, All Spark, mm, which no. is basically Hasbro has their wing of, uh, I think based out of Universal or somebody out of some studio, maybe Paramount, I don't know, but they're based out, they have their own studio where they're like trying to make all their uh, properties into movies. So what, so far you've had what, G.I. Joe, you've had Transformers with a huge success. Diminishing Returns was still a huge success. G.I. Joe, one was awful. I thought two was a lot better. Uh, John Chu, who directed this one, he directed it, G.I. Joe part two. And for 11 years, he was trying to get Gem made as a movie. But it wasn't until like this certain point in time where they let him make this movie. He ended up going on and doing Crazy Rich Asians. And he's going to be doing the In the Heights movie. Well, that's so I watched the video on it. So the lady that worked that wrote the like first twenty eight episodes of the original Jim, she wanted to do a movie. She wanted to write a movie for a very very long time, yeah. and got this other director that he was a big fan. He was a big fan of Jim, but they totally just just way past this other lady that used to write the shows. And I think that was a big outcry too. Yeah. She would have loved to write a movie, yeah, and they didn't very, let her write. Very much her baby. Like she shaped the whole thing. She used to write for I, I want to say like Transformers cart like. She wrote for a lot of the Hasbro cartoons, Sunbow cartoons back in the day. Remember Sunbow? Yeah. And that's what they gave her the option to do this, create this TV show. So she basically created Gem. She actually had a bit part in this movie. Did you oh, see? I, didn't know, I did not notice her in it. Yeah, at the end concert, she's the, a reporter in the crowd that talks to Rio. Oh, she has to, yeah. And that's okay. actually a character from the show I found out too. But yeah, it was weird, like, so as I was watching it, I'm going, okay, this is a TV show or a, car- a movie based on a cartoon that I remembered. Like, as I would say names, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember Kimber. Oh, yeah, I remember Rio. I remember this. I remember that. Um, as it was going along, I kind of kept getting wrapped up. Even, like, when they would say, like, certain lines that were from the songs, like, true, like, they go, what do you think? Truly? Truly, truly? I, you look truly outrageous. And I'm like, oh, yeah. That's I was like, oh, that's so cringe. But, it, but I thought it was fine. I actually... I kept because what's weird is seeing that all spark at the beginning made me remember this is based on a toy. You know, I'm honestly thinking we should do Battleship because that was a movie based on a toy. That was one of these Hasbro produced films that did not do well, and I've never seen it. Oh, it's awesome. It's amazing. Tina Rodney? I, know, I just know it's got Rihanna in it. That's all I know. I, yeah. I watched it a lot. It's okay. Very, very so maybe we do that one on, next. But so I think I went in with this mindset knowing everybody hated it when it came out. It was pulled from theaters. I know how many times, how many times, how many times do you have to stop and start, Jay? Um, I've uh, zero. Oh, you watched it all this movie all the way through. I, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it four times in the last two days. Rodney, how, how many times did you? <laughs> You just hour hour today because I didn't know it was gonna be two hours long. Yeah, I didn't, that's that's the thing about it. It's a two hour long movie with very little plot. Basically, you've got a girl. I hate. It's, it's not about it's not about the the plot. It's about the journey. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but yeah, so she's basically uh, Jerica is uh, very shy about her music and she's sad because her that father passed away a long time ago or whatever. So she doesn't have. Con- herself that's so what it in herself right her sisters are all very playful and bubbly and they wanted like that was one thing when like kimber has been doing youtube videos for 10 years i'm like a how old would she have been and b nobody was doing that kind of stuff for that long but whatever they wanted to really play up this idea of an internet sensation well um, and the direct movie 
He actually helped Justin Bieber become famous. That's what I was going to say. Is he directed that? Branched off of, like, this is like a Justin Bieber story, but you don't yep. realize it. Well, that's what I kept thinking. I kept going, oh, I, for- I didn't ever realize, like, Hannah Montana was ripping off the Jerrica alternate personality gem. Because in the cartoon, she would touch the earrings and take on the guys with the pink hair of being the rock star. But she had this life running the company and being an orphan, having an orphanage. And this movie is just a girl that they're trying to keep a mystery, which in real life, if there was some YouTube girl that had this hit that was a viral hit and some record label sign and they try to keep her secret, like Sia, Sia hides her face all the time, but you can look up and find pictures of Sia. You know what I mean? Like people would figure out no time. Especially when she's hanging out with her sisters who all have online presence. And like, she's the only one nobody knows. Like, but yeah, so the whole course of it is what three, three, three performances, right? That's the yeah. movie. So she goes and does one performance with her friends or her family, and then the second performance, she's already broken up with them to do her own solo act, and it's like this big dramatic, you know, star is born type moment. And then the last one is her getting back together with them, and it was like, wait, these are just. Dad wanted her to sing at or whatever it was. Well, we'll get into like the, yeah, the whole, there's the whole thing with synergy. So her dad was an inventor and left behind this uh, little robot thing we were talking about. Right. And Which is like, whole, he, they kept saying he didn't finish. Right. But he had all the world to hide fucking clues everywhere though. Yeah. Like she's way the hell out in some paradise city or whatever. I forget what they called the, the neighborhood. She goes, oh yeah, like in this podunk city in California. I'm like, mm-hmm. I've never heard and of that. Dude, dude invented holograms, right? Mm-hmm. Like, pretty decent holograms for what they're saying Wait, and they're living oh, no, no not even the hologram the robot the robot, the robot well, technology the AI, well the ai robot itself is way better than the hologram itself right yeah so yeah the technology right there would have conserved the house all by itself but because apparently it's, it's their r2d2 so well, well that's what i kept thinking is like You've got this fantastic... I mean, again, maybe it's the $5 million budget that made them kind of go small on the story. But they really wanted to play up, like you were saying, the Justin Bieber YouTube sensation blowing up. So they use a lot of YouTube videos in this. Like, I liked when they would do map locations, like changing from her city to go to Hollywood. And then, like, they do, like, a Google View map kind of going over. And I was like, I like those little moments. Or the music that they use were from people making music on YouTube to kind of fill in. So I thought that was like a neat effect. But then the trick that they did, which was another backlash they had, was they had a lot of people talking about Gem and what Gem meant to them. And that was like uh, misleading by the producers of the film. They said, hey, everybody make these videos and you have a chance to be in the movie. So they were sitting there talking about the cartoon Gem. So they made it and edited it into the movie to make it sound like they were talking about her character in the movie so a lot of those fans felt duped and were mad and there was a backlash from that now all that being said i liked this movie what? i liked it i don't know I, it won me over i don't know i would when they introduced the misfits at the very end at the very end yes i, I would have loved the misfits at the beginning since they never made a part two i wanted more misfits i think i'd rather like than i do Jim i would like I would have liked to have seen a little bit more like battling against the misfits or something to some level. Yeah. Like, they didn't re- really, they didn't make any of the other sisters. Like they weren't characters. Like she was good. Like this, the music was fine. It wasn't like Rocky or anything. Um, I think Scooter Braun, who was like the guy who used to work with that's fighting with Taylor Swift. Like he produced a lot of the music. 
Um, but uh, yeah, like there's no real drama. There's no real strife except for the one moment when she goes off on her own for one song and then she comes back to her family. It's very, very, it's very, I, I would say if it came on TV, I would leave it on on the background. I would watch it again. And that's how I, I, the whole movie was. So the songs weren't that bad either. Yeah. They were. As I, as I watched this, I looked up online. I'm like, you know what? Let me watch this brief history of Gem and the Hollow. So I watched this brief history thing for about 10, 15 minutes. It mentioned a uh, fan film um, by um, this group. Uh, if you want to look up, it's called, um, <laughs> it's called Gem Truly Outrageous. It's a half an hour fan film. Okay. Um, <laughs> you watched this whole thing? I watched all 29 minutes of it. Yes, I did okay. today. Okay. So uh, it starts off with them singing, and then they cut, and they're on stage, and then Eric's the bad guy. Right. Kidnaps Kimber. Then they go after to save Kimber, but they realize it wasn't really wasn't Eric behind everything. It was the Baroness from G.I. Joe. Are you kidding me? So, Baroness walks out, gets rid of Eric, and now it's Jim and the Holograms, and the Misfits come and help them too. So it's Jim and the Holograms and the Misfits versus Baroness and Cobra. <laughs> well, they wanted, Hasbro planned to have this and G.I. Joe and Transformers all tied together. I mean, they were legitimately planning that. Now in this tank, they just went, eh. um. But yeah, like the things that the like the cartoon called out, not only just the names, but like her earrings look the same, which she ended up, I'm glad they brought it back into play because she had them earlier. And I'm like, oh, it's got to go in with synergy. I still don't mm-hmm. understand why she couldn't have just like hit the deck. Right. Some kind why of not just do- like if you're wearing no. earrings, it changes how you look like it could have been anything. There was no point of taking that away. It, it was just some it was some director or a writer just changing something you didn't have to change. It was stupid. Right. But- yeah, they're for, they're forcing a uh, full circle for the, oh, shit, I got to go get my earrings out of the safe. Why put them in a safe, too? Right. Yeah, why would the, why would the, the Erica they, the keep Yeah, they were, no, they were nothing from a girl that had nothing. Uh, another thing, like I thought, so, so yeah, so the whole thing to the frame story, which I feel like added so much time, not only having all these people in real life talking about it, but, like, her giving the frame story and talking about Oh, the craziest thing happened. I need to reveal who I am. Like, the stress of being Jem shouldn't be a stress thing. She was using it as another identity, kind of like a superhero does, to protect the daily operation. So, like, that was a whole weird thing. I felt like then I go, is this like a battle of Marshall Mathers and Eminem? Like, remember, he was having those identity crises. They only want to see, they don't want to see Marshall Mathers no more. You know, I'm chopped liver or whatever. Like, that's what I kind of felt like was going on there at some point, too. But... Um, going back to the treasure hunt. So I thought the treasure hunt thing was a nice thing with the, with Synergy to try to get in touch with the dad. But the places that it was, so Santa Monica Pier, mm-hmm. they go to there late at night. Oh, that vehicle I found out too, that the way that that car, that was the car like they drove in the cartoon too. That's right. So, again, a lot of little shout out things. And then uh, Aja, she was like the mechanic. So she was driving the car. She always drove that car. So like they did a, little, a lot of little call out things, which I appreciate. Um, again, you know, lines and the songs and dialogue and whatnot. But yeah, the pier, so there's those tubes. So she, this tube has been there for however long the father's been passed. Oh, yeah. Like, like no, made, nobody. Even, even rationally, he made a machine to say goodbye to her while she was still alive. 
And he, I mean, while he was still alive. Right. Um, but like he has to move this tube and it somehow opens up some little plank on Santa Monica Pier where nobody would have ever. And nobody's ever found yeah. it. And then right. the guitar that's hanging in some, I don't know if that's a real place. I assume so. But like some guitar out in the open that has like, would you would not be able to play and get that kind of sound if there was something inside or that back was that unlatchable, you know? And it was just goofy. I mean, I didn't yeah. mind the treasure hunt of it, but for the payoff was to get it all together so her dad could be a hologram to talk to her. Again, now I'm making it sound like I didn't like it, but I, I, I enjoyed it because it was just dumb. Hey, it's, a, it's okay if, if you don't like a movie that you like. It's <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> um, and then I like the fact that, so they're on Santa Monica Pier too, the cops show up. And what do they do? They all jump in the water. They jump in the but water. They never look for them. Like, there's no way they're getting yeah. away. Well, because everyone knows cops are afraid of water, apparently. <laughs> and I like that they conveniently said, oh, the girl somehow looked at the robot and goes, oh, he's waterproof, like the scene right before. Did Didn't he throw that? him in the plastic bag, I thought? No, no, no. He was in the backpack. But she's like, oh, it's made of a waterproof alloy or blah, blah, blah. Like, they, they made a point to say something like that, which I thought was funny. Oh, okay. Um I kept thinking the whole time, what's what's another movie that's similar to this that uh, I think you liked it a lot, Jay? Is there something um, you think of? You mean similar to Gem and the Holograms? Yes. Oh. Um, exactly the same name. I mean, not the same name, but the same. Josie and the Pussycats? Josie and the Pussycats. That's what I kept thinking of. And I'm like, oh. that one had like really good music. It kind of was very tongue-in-cheek. Followed the cartoon, but kind of did its own thing like... Uh, how um, yeah, I bought the TV for that. <laughs> so I thought this one could have did a little bit more of that. You know, I just missed out on the Rocket, a cameo from the Rocket, a cameo from Chris Evans. I'm curious if the uh, oh, was Chris Chris Pratt, oh, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt. Um, yeah, he did them for like six, uh, six weeks or something. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, I, I think the scene on Jimmy Fallon with was that Alicia Keys, right? I don't, I don't know. But anyway, I think that scene was from the real show, them talking about the old cartoon again and then editing it in. But, uh, uh, and then, like, when Erica's going, oh, you're Jem, you're anything, you can be replaced, I'm thinking her voice is her voice still. It's not like they're digitizing her voice. And right on the YouTube channel, see, it's not her. Right. You know, she said me either. I'm like, like, that's your angle? Because that'd be like, again, going to Sia or Lady Gaga and saying, Oh, you're doing this out there look like so people can't recognize you, but you're replaceable when you're really not because your voice is what people are liking. Um, yeah, but I think you can always find people that sound similar, though, and I think you can fake. I think they can fake. Well, they would have had. They would have had that person then, correct? They wouldn't yeah. need. Her. Yeah, they would have had. No, all they, all they had, all Starlight had to do was uh, steal synergy. And then they can like duplicate her voice and then just make holograms of her so they don't own the identity, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and then I thought too, like, so the video that she has to go on this whole journey to get this message from her dad, why wasn't her sister included in that? Because because the dad didn't like her? I guess. It seems like the sister was, was like, a lot of things. It's kind of sad. I know. It just was like... And she wasn't mad about it. Nope, she she wasn't hating. Didn't give two shits about it. She's like, whatever. I don't remember him. So, and how so. lucky that the how lucky that the uh, she happened to sit on the ground when the hologram projected him up, looking directly down at her. You know, like 
again, just dumb little things. Um, I thought about this in the sense that uh, I, I think I've told you guys about like Thundercats Roar, the reboot cartoon. Yeah, you said you liked it. I liked it. It's the same thing where it's just this. It's it. You know, people that complain about, oh, it's not like it used to be. That exists still. You have your old gem cartoon. Yes, I would have liked to have seen a different version, and maybe one day they'll do a more fantastical gem live action. They gotta not take fighting Baroness, but you have to take risks with new things, and not unfortunately, not everyone's gonna like it. I like, mean, at, 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 you know, you got your old He Man cartoon. You got a couple different versions of He Man cartoons coming out. You got the one that's done in the same style that I think Kevin Smith's overseeing, and hopefully. Right where the last one left off at. Yeah, and hopefully we get a good, fantastic, crazy live action because we tried to do the realistic with the Dolph Lundgren. I mean, a low budget and dumb movie otherwise, but you know what I mean? Do fantastic like, movie. What are you talking about? Like you said, Jay, like you've got different takes. You know, if you give it a shot one way, you can always do it another way. They all exist. Somebody that might see this and love this as it is and know nothing about the cartoon. You well, know? And I think people also forget or overlook the fact that just because a movie gets a go-ahead, you know, there are other powers that are pulling strings that control the final results. So the director or, eh, I shouldn't say the producer so much, but the it directors be usually have can be anything. Yeah, I mean, like, if, they, if they're given money or money's pulled from them or someone's pressuring them one way or another, there's a lot of things that I think people forget that's involved with it. And sometimes you like just for example, like if someone's going to film a movie and their their dream to make this movie perfect was to film it in Detroit when they were doing all that filming back here, right? And then all right. of a sudden Detroit decided like, you know what? Nah, we're done with that now. Yeah, like the, the probably one of the worst well, moves they've ever made. They would have saved two million dollars. They would have got rid of that dumb, stupid robot and just did earrings. Well, and, you could have right. They they could have transferred it that way. There's always options. But, but yeah, the, the, I think it was uh, Seth Rogen one time said, you know, when you see a movie that's actually good, be happy that it p- came together because they're all everybody for the most part is trying to make a good movie. It just doesn't yeah, nobody, always work. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh so yeah. In that regard, I, I think the cinematography. I think it looked it looked beautifully shot. The concert scenes, everything was just really nice. Um. I'm looking forward to John Chu's uh, In the Heights. That's the movie he's doing. It's a movie coming out, supposed to be coming out this year. It's uh, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's first play. If you haven't seen a preview for it, it looks really, really good. John Chu. John Chu's the director of this movie. He directed, I brought him up earlier, yeah. Oh. Crazy Rich Asians. Like, again, beautiful shots and scenery in that movie. And uh, and G.I. Joe, too. Which is, would be probably the movie you've seen that he did. Okay. I'm done with this. We're not done. Nothing else to talk about, Jim. All right. So any other last thoughts? Do you have anything else to say? <laughs> <Good. laughs> no, I think I, I actually think uh, it wasn't that bad. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can understand why people probably hated it because it wasn't, it didn't seem to follow what, what I the vaguely remember from the cartoons, but right. Um, yeah, independence of the cartoon. But I think by itself, though, I think it kind of serves to uh, deliver a good message for more or less, uh, I don't know, teenage girls, though. 
Right. It it did say, don't let somebody change you. Stay who you are. That was kind of the message. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think it got the heart of what the show was. It just I, I love the fact. I well, I mean, after hearing what you said, I, I kind of like. Well, I'm not too sure now, but I do like the fact that they did include a lot of like the little internet skits. Mm-hmm. Like do people doing their music? Their uh, I don't know what the hell you call that, like improv music or whatever with the. Yeah. Not, I mean, using things that you not the conventional yeah, like the instrument table or stomping or whatever. Yeah, like the inter, yeah, like yeah, using- like that was pretty cool. I thought, you know, so I don't know, whatever. I, I thought, I thought it was actually it was not too bad. Like, yeah, I would, I would, I would watch. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it again, but I would watch it again. There's another movie that's like that called uh, The Longest Ride, which is a dumb Nicholas Sparks romantic thing that tends to come on FXX every now and again, and the ending is really good in that dumb movie, but. It's like one of those things that's like it's on, I'll just leave it on. I'll leave I would leave this on and I would recommend mm-hmm. to people that just want a dumb brainless show. None, most people know, but I would pick and choose who I would recommend it to. I would tell my sisters for their kids. I think it was fine. This movie is just it's truly, truly outrageous. <laughs> on that note, we'll go back to work. <laughs> Bye. Bye.